We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. It is the Bart Winkler Show. The Packers have fallen to two and three. Actually, getting into the Dan Shaney YouTube stream a few seconds before the game is over. So, still don't know if Josh McDaniels is going to do anything stupid uh, at like going for the field goal. The, the game should have been over. They should have gone for it on fourth down. Would have probably got it with Josh Jacobs and, and it would have been over. But Packers got another opportunity. A couple of drops there on the final drive. Uh, Dubs and Musgrave and. Uh, and then the pick in the end zone that was intended for Watson. So not the greatest uh, of evenings, not the greatest finish, not the greatest of games either. There is going to be a lot of different discourse about tonight's game. Uh, I would like to focus on the poor coaching. I think the poor coaching is the overall factor. I think Matt LaFleur again, is not improving as a coach. For some reason, he doesn't trust Jordan Love. Uh, too much A.J. Dillon, although he did get finally into the end zone. So that is good. Uh, Joe Barry, the I mean, the Packers have been around for 100 years, okay? And 100 years of goodwill and legacy and history and championships. And it all got erased tonight when Joe Barry put Preston Smith on Devontae Adams. I mean, that image, that shot, everybody clowned on it. Everybody who's got a Twitter account of any uh, of any variety, of any NFL uh, action, was all over it. Um, that was a terrible play. Now, to come here tonight and say, Joe Barry, Joe Barry, like, Joe Barry does stink. Is Joe Barry the reason they lost? Did Joe Barry throw three interceptions? He did not. Uh, so I think that that play is going to be what gets shown a lot. And I do think that Joe Barry is not the right guy for this job. But this is not, there's not going to be a lot of, like, other than that play, they held Devontae in check decent amount. Um, you know, running backs can do whatever they want, especially near the end zone. But this is about, Matt LaFleur to me, and it's going to be, it's going to be discussed Jordan Love. Uh, I think Jordan Love is going to get a lot of criticism for tonight's game. And I think that there's some that's deserved. 
Love on the first two interceptions, I feel he he knows what the route is. He doesn't know, like he doesn't, I don't think, and this is just some dumb idiot telling you what I see when they show the replays. You know, I don't break down the all 22. I don't, I don't pretend like I, you know, but I've played Madden as much as the next guy. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think that Love like knows his route. And the first time he never saw the guy coming. So interception. The second time the guy played a little tighter on Watson than he was uh, planning for. And so I think that, you know, there was another interception. So that's something that love has to work on. And I think that Jordan love can work on that. Now I did throw out there, like this was his fifth game of the season. Last year, I thought Jordan, these five games that we saw Jordan love should have, we should have seen these five games already last season. When Aaron Rodgers has a thumb injury, but at four and eight, he runs to McAfee and says, I'm playing. No one shuts him down. They had no shot at a playoffs. Somehow they nearly get there. And then Rodgers looks like ass against the Lions. So one of the things that I tweeted was just that. And the responses to that tweet, a lot of people are very confident that love sucks. Uh, Nathan, he's not that special. Hey, Nathan. He's not that special. Combined with play calling, this is what? you get um they are not growing pains this is bsd gazelle they are not growing pains he sucks michael says these aren't growing pains uh brian stop making excuses for your guy he sucks period you wet running your mouth after one game went running your mouth maybe after one game declaring him the next coming now stand by it i don't recall really doing that World of Clowns says these aren't growing planes. The significant lack of talent. Uh, as you can see, a live shot here of the uh, stadium where we've got a lot of Packer fans that were in attendance tonight. And, uh, and there you have it. A lot of Packer fans in attendance. Very sad. We have boots on the ground, as always. Uh, good to see the action there on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. Of course, got some people popping in. I'll get to you guys in a minute. Um, Kevin says he may just be an average quarterback like the majority of the league has. Welcome to the real world. Paw says this team sucks. Uh, Anthony says Jordan Love is more Jimmy G than he is Rodgers. These aren't growing pains. It is who he is. I mean, we are way too early in that, I feel. We have seen good of Jordan Love. And tonight we saw some bad. We saw some bad. We saw some things like, like the thing I pointed out. I think he's I think he's got to work on that. This game to me, and like some of you, so here's here's where here's what we do now. What is the agenda? What what is what we want to say? Some of you have an anti-Jordan Love agenda where you're just like, this isn't it. I don't like it. It's not it. He's not the guy. I'd love to go see what you said about Rodgers in 2008, but that's that's what you say. I have an anti-Matt LaFleur agenda. Not that I, like, want him to. I just, I think he stinks. I think he's bad. He's progressively getting worse. First half, calling that timeout late at the end, really dumb. Uh, giving the ball to A.J. Dillon way too much. It's clear there's something about Jordan Love he doesn't trust. That's the way he's coaching. I just want, like, if why are you going to have this season? If this whole season is about trying to find out if Jordan loves a good quarterback. Let's find out. Let's put him in plus situations. Let's not just run the ball to A.J. Dillon all the time. 
Let's not get a big play to Watson and then go run, run, shitty pass. Let's not do that. Tony was at the game. Tony in Texas, in Vegas, at Allegiant Stadium. How you doing, Tony? Hey, Bart. Leaving the game. Uh, not the ending we wanted. What, I, what you're saying right now is absolutely correct. They got to let Jordan Love play a little bit more. I will say this. Christian Watson didn't exactly fight for that ball in that last play. Not a good pass. But at least fight for the ball. And, you know, Joe Barry and the crew defensively, they did okay. Did enough to win. But that Matt LaFleur offense, and you've been on LaFleur – I'm starting to I'm starting to buy into what you're selling there. That LaFleur offense looks like shit. Well, he has no confidence in these guys, I don't think. And I don't I don't trust his I don't trust his like ability as a coach. In game scheming. Fans, what do we say about Matt LaFleur? He's been a bitch, dude. Like you don't want to play anybody good to the fucking fourth quarter. You don't want to play anybody solid. Uh, Packer fans are not happy with LaFleur over here, Bart. Yeah, good. How was the how's the stadium? I like the stadium. Stadium's nice. Kind of a cowboy stadium light. It's a nice stadium. It's in a great spot. Good setup. I got to say this. The Raider presentation for the game is the best I've ever seen. The music is on point. They got the Raiderettes. They're bringing in the old timers. Charles Woodson's there. It was a good time. Do you, uh, how was David Gruber? I saw you met him. Oh, yeah, Grub. Why the hell is Gruber up in the 400 seats? I don't know, but he was up there with me. That's funny. He was? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I wonder why he was up there. But that was hilarious. Gruber, get I just ran, I ran into Gruber. It's hilarious. And then that's got over forty thousand views. Who who knew? David Gruber. Well, what are you uh what are you doing tonight now? It's only now we're walking over here. to Mandalay Bay right now. Mandalay Bay is the spot to go to, so we're gonna walk over there right now. And right. uh go drink our sorrows away, Bart. All right. Well, this was the game I was supposed to be at, so I would I wish I could have met up with you, but yeah, well, I tell you what, it's a good scene. It's a good time. The team is garbage. I thought they were better than what they would be. They're going to probably win about six games and then just go from there. But watching the scheme and the receivers, Jordan Love did not get a lot of help. He did not get a lot of help. Bart, it's the Raider, Raiders right here. Oh, let's go full screen on whatever that is. Can we can we put that on the, on the YouTube, Bart, or not? Is that... I just have to mark, no, it is not for children, but yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Got it, Bart. All right. I don't know, Bart. We're not making the playoffs. Sorry I couldn't bring back the win. That's all I got. All right, buddy. Let's talk soon. All right. See you later. Go, Pat, go. Um, Let's see. I got a couple I wanted to read here. I'll get more comments in a minute. Shane says, Jordan Love is not an average QB. Regardless of the interceptions, he does look good. If people can't see it, they are blind. Lisa says, I stick with my assessment. He is fine, but that doesn't mean he is good. No, I, I don't think we're going to get to a point where, like if after five weeks we say, oh, he's really good, then God bless us. But I think that we need Jordan Love to have the time to see if he's good. Like, I think giving him a season is a good idea. What do we got? But if Matt LaFleur is going to call these games where – you don't get to see, and you keep putting love in these situations. It doesn't help that some of these guys are dropping these passes, and that's just not a tonight thing. You know, you're trying to get Jordan Love. He doesn't have the luxury of Devontae Adams. He's got he's got guys that are still breaking it in and making it their own way themselves. So hard to assess uh, right now. Yes, Jordan Love has been fine. That's good. That that's that's where we're at. Uh, I'm okay with that right now. 
And again, he's got the rest of the season to hopefully get better. I don't think his coach is doing him any favors. And also, um, I think the Packers, like, here's another thing I want to uh, get out there. I think the Packers are kind of bad. This is a bad team. It's a bad team. All right. So I thought if they won this game, they'd be a good, bad team. This team, as it's constructed, very young, uh, they're a bad team. And if they have injuries, they're even worse. I thought they could be a good, bad team, maybe nine wins. This is about a six, seven win team right now. And I think that you wanted to beat at least a shitty Raiders team. And now, you know, you got you go to Denver. If you if you lose to Denver, you might as well just. Are we going to Denver or are they coming here? I don't even know. I don't even know who we play. Uh, Red Shed is here. I'll get Red Shed. And Sam in Sussex returns to the program. We're in uh, double three who did not play tonight, Aaron Jones. Yeah. I want to rip through some of these comments. I'll do that in a minute. Um, I do want your thoughts first. First, first, first. A shout out to our guys at Happy Place Hemp for helping make this engine churn. Happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART, 25% off every order. This is the CBD gummies, THC gummies, tinctures, balms, whatever you need. They're in Muskego. They have free shipping discreetly. You can go there if you want across from Maddie's, or you can uh, browse their website. Use the promo code BART, 25% off every single order, no matter how many times. You don't need to like do fake emails or incognito mode. Just type in BART, always 25%. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Red Shed, let's get to you. Your thoughts first. My biggest takeaway from this game is I am firmly in the position of no longer being alone in thinking that Joe Barry is not the only bad part of this Packers this Packers team. For two years, ever since that playoff game where they gave up six total points on defense and lost 13 to 10 at home with Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur all there, since that moment, everybody's been calling for Joe Barry's head. Everybody's been saying he's got to be the scapegoat. 
go just fire him and all of a sudden it'll all be sunshine and dandelions. And here we have a game tonight on the road against one of the worst defenses in the league, by the way, the Raiders. Uh, our defense allows 14 points, an extra three coming courtesy of Matt LaFleur and his offense. And we lose again. And we saw this multiple times last year, both games against the Lions, holding them to 20 points or under with terrible defense. You could even go back to week one last year where everybody saw Justin Jefferson get a bunch of yards and just ignored the final score of 20 to seven. And it's just repeatedly Joe Barry is getting kicked to the curb as the scapegoat from Matt LaFleur. And what I saw tonight, my biggest takeaway, just firmly watching with Packers Nation, experiencing it live through Twitter like like only we do now in the modern era, is that I'm not alone in thinking Joe Barry is not the only ugly molar in this teeth. You know, so I, I'm excited. Well, I think Joe Barry, I think Joe Barry is very bad. Uh, and oh, yeah. again, uh, I, like, I don't – I don't want to give a large percentage of the show to Joe Barry Mm -hmm. because to your point, I think others deserve the criticism. Um, If if Joe, if Preston Smith, if there's not that play where Preston Smith is guarding Devontae Adams, Joe Barry doesn't get mentioned a lot tonight. He's not guarding Devontae Adams. He's guarding the soft middle zone in a zone defense. Which is, but Devontae this is Adams what it is. To line up there. It wasn't this is worth, what it is. It wasn't worth calling a timeout at that moment. I just, think, I think, um, I, I put a lot of, I put a lot of this on Matt Lafleur, and I think this is a big, this is a big moment for the Packers. They have their quarterback, possibly of the future. At least this is the guy they've incubated for three years. And so with McCarthy, like he took Favre and then Rodgers. And I thought he was, I mean, he proved to be the right guy. I mean, you have to attribute some of what Rodgers became to McCarthy. Um, I, I think you have to. I, mean, I don't know how much. I, I never know how much with coaches and quarterbacks. I never know. It looks like a lot of people are turning on Belichick with the whole Belichick Brady thing, but how much? How much is what? How much is the other guy? The- and then, um, so you've got like this is the guy. The same way that when Justin Fields went to Chicago, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is not going to work because the Bears ruin people." Like Justin Fields, somewhere else is flourishing. Brock Purdy in other places is dog shit, but in San Francisco, he's like, we all saw it. Oh shit, this guy is good. We have to start giving him credit. This guy's good after the other night. LaFleur is the guy guiding love, at least in this first year, probably several. And so a lot of like what love becomes might be tied to LaFleur, not just how much he's coaching, but what kind of positions are you putting him in? What kind, Are you giving him the opportunity to succeed? Do you shoot his confidence away when you hand the ball off to A.J. Dillon 30 fucking thousand times? And these guys, these drop hats, I mean, a lot of it like, Again, I think the biggest thing with Love that I see is he's just got to realize, I think he picks a route. He goes through reads. I mean, we've seen that. But when he's ready to throw, he's just like, all right, I trust my guy's going to be there, not seeing if there's somebody else. Now, he just he doesn't have that experience yet. And I think that that's only going to come with experience. I want a coach that's going to put him in opportunities. Sam, I'll come to you uh, to put him in opportunities to – to, to succeed. And I, right now, and that's, that's, uh, that's just that part of LaFleur. I also think he sucks at game management. He doesn't know what's going on. He has no confidence in himself. 
So there's many Lafleur problems I have, uh, and you know what what he's going to do for Love Sam is another one. Yeah, I, I think you got a lot of points. I mean, what we're seeing is that Shanahan style offense that Lafleur wants to run, where you don't hit. You know, you look off this read, you look off that read. This guy's going to be open. He doesn't trust Love to make his own reads, and I mean, we all see it. Lafleur is not Shanahan. He might have learned from him, but he is not that guy. So we're seeing a pretty uh, strict playbook, strict reads. And that's, I mean, partially, I think, the, to blame to that pick to the linebacker with the visor on. I mean, that was just total linebacker blindness. And he, it was just like, you're throwing it to that spot no matter what happens. And the guy was in the right spot. Um, Go ahead. I think that there's a lot to blame on LaFleur. You know, every time that I see a game start, they show his overall record and we're seeing that win percentage drop like a fucking lead weight. Yeah. He's kind of becoming human. I mean, a lot of people forgot that he was the offensive coordinator for what was it? The 30th ranked offense in Tennessee before we signed him to be our head coach. I mean, we're seeing that. He never gave the ball to Derrick Henry. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think they gave A.J. Dillon an ultimatum tonight. They said, hey, you're going to get some yards after contact or else you're buying a flight home to Boston or wherever he grew up. Because if you don't do anything, you're done here. And it lit a fire under his ass, but we see the drops. We see everything. I think that one of the areas that's not getting a lot of blame, sure, blame Barry, blame Lafleur, blame the receivers, blah, blah, blah. We need to start talking about this regime of athletic trainers. Yeah. How many What's going on? I I don't get it. I mean, the guy with the quaffed hair, the spiky hair that we've seen in the background of every LaFleur shots since I can remember, even in the back of um McCarthy shots. How long has he been the head trainer? And somebody that's smarter than me that knows how to look into it better than me. I need to see how many soft tissue injuries the Packers have had compared to other teams. Cause it seems way higher. It seems like a lot. And it's also like with Aaron Jones, it's like they're it trending, lingers. they're fine. They're going to play. And then all of a sudden, no, no, they're not. And Bakhtiari the same way. I ran through some of those on Monday's show. It's like, Oh no, they're not. I want to, uh, here's a comment. I got, this was a winnable game. We lost when Watson got pulled down and yes, like he got pulled down. The guy saved a touchdown by, Pulling him down like that uh, should have been a red card in soccer. As I bring in Tack, Tack would know. Uh, this was the, <laughs> this was this was a winnable game. But if you look at like what's happened so far this season, they beat the Bears, they lose to Atlanta, they came winnable. back against the Saints somehow, and their backup quarterback. They lose to Detroit, they lose to Vegas. Like I, I don't think nobody thought this was going to be a Super Bowl team. Um, I still think the seven to ten win zone is still there. Right now, it's trending more, way more towards seven than uh, it would be ten. But this team, like this team, is not that good. Tack, it's that. I mean, that's as simple as it. This was winnable games that you're losing. And again, we, I think, playoffs would have been a nice cherry on top to everything. Still in play, sure, fine. But what we've seen through five games is a is a mid football team. Uh, Loves our guy. I gotta say, four of the five teams we played are the are within the ten worst teams in the league. Yeah, Chicago, Atlanta, 
New Orleans. Here's a great tweet. This was from AK Chef. He says, Jordan Love lights up a team from Illinois in the opener and gets progressively worse in each subsequent game. Feels familiar, but I just can't place it. Obviously, Graham Mertz. I also wanted to get this out there. Um, Packers first half point totals this season. Week one, 10. Week two, 10. Week three, zero. Week four, three. Week five tonight, three. Tech, we're averaging 5.2 points a first half. Yep, last three games or something, we've had three points in the first half. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not good. I don't love the outlook of the Packers this year. I'm still going to root for them. But, you know, they're not going to be good. Well, I think, I, like, for me, a lot of a lot of it was – this is a year, transitional, super young. What do we have specifically in Jordan Love? And I think the deeper we get into this, like what do we have in Matt LaFleur? One of the whole reasons that Joe Barry even still gets brought up is because that was LaFleur's guy. LaFleur will LaFleur will never fire this guy. Like, well, the yeah. only way that Joe Barry's done in Green Bay is if he, which if he goes to LaFleur himself and says, uh, I'm gonna leave. Or if he like, we need an FBI dies. investigation. I mean, he's we not need an FBI investigation for Barry, like the Bears, DC. Yeah, well, I hope not that bad, but <laughs> something's Joe, going on. Joe Barry was not the problem tonight. No, 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 no. Again, again, defense looked good. Again, in the first again half. we're not like this isn't shit on Joe Barry hour. He's been brought up a few times. The problem yeah. was, um, there's Jordan Love growing pains. And Matt LaFleur stinks. That that's where I'm at. I just think he flat out stinks. I'm not sure he stinks, but like I do think there's like a a quarterbacking timeline. Like Jordan Love needs a year under his belt, like a full year of starting. Like let's let's really evaluate him next year. Eight. Or in the latter half of this year. I don't know. I just cause tonight was bad. It was really bad for Jordan Love. He had three yeah. picks. Yeah, it was and bad. One wasn't his fault for sure. One was definitely his fault. Well, I think they were all his fault. I think the second one was his fault. The the tipped one? The guy, so I when they showed it again, um, because Watson was cutting in, and the guy, whoever was covering him, was really on him. And so I don't know if Watson could have ran a better route or whatever. I just think that Love, when he threw the ball, expected Watson in a certain place and didn't expect the defender to be on top of him. So, like, he's throwing to the routes. And then there are accuracy issues. There there are, like, it's like MVS is back on some of these deep throws and some of the shorter throws. I just – I really – and there's nothing we can do about it now. And I'll stop talking about it after tonight because it's the five games. But he needed those five games last year when Rodgers was hurt. And they were eliminated from the playoffs. Don't give me this 0.1% chance. He broke his thumb, but he still wanted to play because he didn't want Jordan Love to play because he didn't want, God forbid, Jordan Love played fine. He should have wanted him to play. And if he got these five weeks, if we saw these five weeks last year from Love, it would be still probably clamoring for Rodgers. But he'd probably still be our quarterback if he was bad the first five weeks last year. Who knows? I just think that I would have liked, you know, growing pains to have already happened over the three years. Now, I guess Rodgers wasn't afforded that luxury either. Remember, he went 6-10. and 10. I would say I'd have to look back, 
there's that stat, all these Packers, Favre and Rodgers and now love. They all started two and three. Okay. I feel like uh, Rodgers was better in 08 than love is in 23 right now. Uh, but to say anything, what's so funny? No, that's a 1000% true. Yeah. yeah, okay. The accuracy but, was better. <laughs> but to say, like, to to just to watch these five games, and I, when I'm doing five games, when I'm saying, like, I'm out on the floor, this is five years of this. The, the, he had Aaron Rodgers. They were on Super Bowl's doorstep. And I understand Bakhtiari's knee, like, reset on itself or whatever the hell happened. But Lafleur's had chances, and he's made bad decisions. And I don't see any growth. In that department, um, the same like McDaniel's has made two dumb decisions this year on national TV. How is he not get? How do these coaches not get better? How do they not get more smart? So I'm using five years on the floor with Love. This is five games, and for anyone to say this is who he is, this is like th- that's definitive stuff. This is who he is. That def- how do- I don't think you can be that definitive after five games. After 17 games, if this was week 17 and that's the performance we got. All right, then then maybe he's not the guy, but I'm I'm waiting twelve more games to be as plant my flag definitive as some of you guys are very eager to be. That's so I think coming out of this, I think there should be a lot more criticism on Matt Lafleur, and there's going to be a discussion about Jordan Love, and there's going to be a lot of people making definitive claims. Look, I know all about definitive claims. I wanted to trade Devontae Adams after a year or cut him. Tweet's still up there. So I, I know definitive claims, man. I just – I don't know, Red Shed, I'll throw it back to you, but that's uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I think with the definitive claims, the one trend that I noticed, and I don't want to get too deep into X's and O's because I know Packer fans don't really do well with that part of the game, but uh, both of his first two picks came against soft zone coverage, which I know is a term that in Packer Nation – Oh, man, if you want to get people going, just start talking soft zone coverage. But for Love, intermediate throws against the zone seemed to be his weak spot. On the one awesome out route to uh, Wicks, I think it was, I think it was like the first like successful intermediate throw of the game. Got a big first down, but it was against man coverage. So I think like watch out for the zone against Love seems to be weak. The other one play I wanted to bring up that just kind of blew my mind does not seem like the Packers have had a guy on defense like a Max Crosby in forever. Um, but that on the deep ball to Watson that everybody wanted Watson to run after more, Love wasn't able to step into the throw because of the cover from Crosby. If you saw in the replay, if you weren't just drowning yourself in beers like I was, rewound it, watch the replay again. Max Crosby ran all the way around the offensive line. Two interior offensive linemen just watched him run by him, and then he ran to get love. I don't know if anybody else caught that, but he literally ran all the way around the Packers' offensive line, who weren't blocking anybody else, and then still got pressure on love. And I was just – it seemed like that one dude kind of wrecked this offense, as well as LaFleur, but was he heard about guy? Yeah, he was a wrecking ball tonight, and we've heard about how bad their pass rush has been, and we made that pass rush look great. I mean – just such an unfortunate last name, but Koontz, he looked great tonight, and I haven't heard his name all season. How are our guys not able to lock down Crosby? I mean, he's their only pass rusher. All the rumors are 
the Raiders want a pass rusher, and we're still not blocking their only pass rusher. And he ran all the way around all of them. It was, it was a crazy play. And I think if if that doesn't happen, if somebody picks him up, I think we're able to hit Watson, who was wide open for the 15th time downfield, by the way. Just can't get love enough time to hit him. But I got to hop off. Bart, appreciate it as always. Yep, see you, Redshed. Later. Good timing because I like to stay four quad box. And DK is here. What's hey. up, Bart? What's up? Where are you from? I'm from Oshkosh. O-Town. Dude. Oh, I want to go get it. I went to the antique store in Oshkosh today. We're coming back from Appleton. <laughs> 41. Yep, yep. I bought a box uh, of Pro Set, 90 Pro Set cards. Okay. And then I got World, because the, the sweetest, it's it's the sweetest mirror. I have to go get it and show you, but it's, it's just like a mirror that's, it says baseball. It looks like clip art, but it was three bucks. Oh, Fuck. That's a deal right there. God damn. Wait, you know, I just watched Matt LaFleur's uh, presser. He's really proud of the fight, you know. Is that what he, he said? Yeah. yeah. Well, no quitting the team, you know. Really proud of how we fought. Uh, I thought the defense played well. So that's just another week of, of Joe Barry staying in this in this organization. He was fine tonight. Oh, I agree. I don't I – don't, but – my biggest issue here is the Raiders have one good player on their team. It's Max Crosby. How do you not fucking stop that guy? Attack every other there's there's attack every other player on the team but him. Yeah. Uh, Here's some more comments to my Jordan Love tweet. The the tweet being that he should have played the five games that Rodgers played last year. Dumbest tweet I've read all night, even worse than Matt Schneidman, which is hard to do. That's from Sam. Ronnie says, You got shit on your face from Jordan Love's butt. <laughs> Oh man, it's not me, Sam. That tweeted you that. Yeah, worry. different, different Sam. Uh, here's some comments on YouTube. Jake, MLF firmly on fraud watch. Garrett, Raiders first win against the Packers since 18. Jesus, not that bad. 1987. Uh, XOXO 2000 says Lafleur doesn't trust Jordan Love, even though he jumped up and down like a little girl when he drafted him. I don't know, like, what human on this planet willingly gives A.J. Dillon 20 carries in a game? Dude, he played good tonight. He, he had a good night. He had a touchdown. He, he had a great game. Well, he has 3.8 yards to carry. Yards to carry. 3.8. That's a first down every three touches. I mean, that's <laughs> not terrible. <laughs> I mean, uh, he had a good game. He fucking made runs. When it mattered, I think. Ben wants yeah. to know if I'm reporting from the West Coast. Why is there sunlight on my pale neck? Again, Dan Shaney YouTube stream. There you go. Nice. Uh, that is a green screen. <laughs> Josh says love played bad. Um, I mean, he didn't play. He didn't, he didn't play good. No, he played bad. I mean, it's, you got to—he's still young and still working through all this stuff. But you got to do not give Love a pass, Bart. He has looked bad the last three games. I would say that I would have liked there to be more progression since what we saw in Week One. Uh, I still think it's way too definitive to be way too early to be definitive. I also think like, what, what were we doing tonight? We were either handing the ball off or chucking it deep. Like that one play to Wicks, that was like the first intermediate throw all night. 
or running that stupid uh, rollout to one side of the field and then quick pivot, try to throw back across the field to A.J. Dillon, and then you bounce it in there. Like, I I don't care who your quarterback is. They're not making that fucking play. That's just a horrible play design. Why are we rolling out to one side trying to throw across our body back to the other side for a negative game? Here, now I'm in my Oceanside office. Wow. Off the coast of Lake Michigan. Nathan says, Joe Barry hate is not warranted. He kept Devontae in check. Devontae tonight, four for 45, uh, which I was stunned about. I honestly thought he would have a lot of catches and a lot of targets. He did not. Um, so I would like to go back and watch like individually how they did that. But if the game plan was like, if the game plan was stop Devante and, uh, and you'll be fine. They only allowed 17 points. So Kobe Myers looked all pro. Well, this was this. So this was a winnable game. So yeah, the image of Preston Smith on Devante is going to be like, but that that, that, it was worth, it was, it was other stuff. Uh, in this game, we lost because of our offense. We had no offense. Yes, we had no offense. Yeah, I mean, our defense played great. I mean, yes, the Raiders suck, but I mean, we gave up 17 points. We should be able to score that many. Uh, it's a bummer that we couldn't. The Packers stink. Bart, like you said, they're they're not a a bad good team. Or what what, what did you say about well, that? Well, I thought they would be a good bad team. A good bad team, yeah. They're not. They're, they're not. bad. They're not that. They're bad. They're a bad team. Uh, you, know, you know, it's a bad night when your best play from an offensive lineman is a blocked field goal. That's when you know you're fucking. In yeah, Yash Nijman saving Lafleur's <laughs> ass. Finally, did something good. On the wrong all right, the uh, I'm gonna. I got. I got new guys in here, so I'm gonna say goodbye to all you. Last all thing, right, I go. All right, see you yeah, get, was, get your closing thoughts out. Where was Dobbs tonight? He was supposed to be our number one or number what two. What do you do? One he, catch. One catch for four yards. Two target. Two targets or three targets. Uh, two targets. I know he dropped that one. BK, don't be a foreigner. So that's oh, no. Jordan Love thought that he had. He thought he had Watson deep on the on the final play. That's what he just said. Thought he thought thought he was behind the coverage good enough, so that's good. Awesome. Good. Can't can't wait to hear that again. Zach, uh, what are the what are your thoughts on Jordan Love being a franchise quarterback, like percentage wise? I think six. Nah, it's too, you can't you can't judge that off of five games. That's too no, percentage wise. I get it. I but, but that's the point. I th- I say sixty. No, forty. Yes. I'd say right now we have about a one in three shot of him being the quarterback in five years. You're talking 33%. It's five games. Yeah, I'm at 40%. So you're at slightly less. I'll go, I'm gonna, I'll go down to 25%. Part of it is LeFleur, though. I think he is – the play calling is just atrocious. I think he's not really setting him up to be the best quarterback that he can be. I think it's terrible, honestly. I've never seen it. I've never seen a guy kill a drive the way that Matt Lafleur will kill a drive with his play calling. I'd rather be a backup quarterback than a starting quarterback. Oh yeah! All right, later, boys. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. The Diamondbacks might be the Dodgers tonight. That'll piss me off actually more. Okay, shuffle the deck. Craig is back. Q is back. Cone is back. Cone, you start. What? Me start? Yeah, I want your takes. Okay. First have you been hearing my takes? I have, yeah, I've been listening. Are they are they agreeable? I think Jordan, you can say it's fair to say that Jordan Love played bad without saying that he is bad. He played terrible tonight. He was bad. Uh yeah, he wasn't that good. And Matt LaFleur, I, I called into Grant's show earlier today and said, this game is going to be out about which coach fucks up less because they both are kind of dweebs. And I still think McDaniels fucked up more than LaFleur, and they still lost. So Matt LaFleur, inexcusable. I agree with uh, Red Chad. I thought he had some good takes on Joe Barry overall from a high level. Um, Bard, I think you're still trying to figure out who to blame in this season. You know, last year you could cover everything over Aaron Rodgers, and now it's it seems like it's all shifted to LaFleur. Oh, I think LaFleur sucks. So do you give Rodgers a pass for changing the play calls last year then? Fuck, I guess so. I would call we, it. If, if, if my coach tell me to run A.J. Dillon 20 times, you get damn right I'm changing the fucking plays. I, I really didn't think A.J. Dillon played that bad tonight. I thought it was he was effective. Well, he didn't play. He didn't play that bad. But that's not how you're going to beat the Raiders. He was getting them first downs, and I think it was way more Jordan Love than AJ Dillon. So I'm re- like I look if Jordan Love plays like shit the rest of 2023, I will acknowledge it and talk about it, and you know I I'm not I won't I won't. I won't like cover it. I just, I don't think in any way, shape or form we can have these takes that are so solid about what, like people telling me, look, if you want to say like Jordan love has sucked so far or Jordan love has gotten worse each week, or I haven't seen what I wanted to in Jordan love. If you want to tell me those kind of things, I think that that's okay for you to say. If you want to tell me that's who he is, that is, that's, what the fuck? No. 
Yeah, I agree with that's you. who he is. I agree with shit you. about who he is. I agree with what you're saying, but I still think it's fair to evaluate love on a game by game basis. And tonight he sucked. And I think that's you can that's fair to say without dissing him as a franchise quarterback or, or as the future. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Okay. Well, I think we're in somewhat of an agreement then. Like one of the things that I think Paul will ask next time I talk to him, he keeps asking, like, would you give Jordan Love the big contract right now? And I think like what the what what's gonna happen here, what I need to see is I would be more prone, like if Jordan Love ends up not being the guy, but he's in the middle, like, you know, Daniel Jones, I think, is the good benchmark because he did get a lot of money. The Giants paid Daniel Jones because they didn't want to try again. They had a guy who took them to the playoffs, so well, let's just pay him. If, if he's Daniel Jones, then I'll hit the reset button. You need a franchise quarterback to win. And if he's not a franchise quarterback, then – I'll hit the reset button, but I'm not going to make that determination until I have to, or until the year's up. So how close are you to that reset button right now? I I'm not even, it's not even, I'm not even in the room. I'm not opening the door until week 17. Do you know the codes though? Do you know the nuclear codes? Um, you can just get in Mar-a-Lago. Drawer. <laughs> Craig, you uh, take it away, Craig. I, <laughs> there's, I don't know. Okay, first of all, I want to start with this. Here's a little history lesson because I am the oldest man here. Probably none of you guys were probably the early or the 88 is probably the latest or the earliest one of you guys have been born. 1988, am I right? Anybody born earlier than 1988 here? Bitch, I'm me. about to be 40. I'm 52. So anyways. Just watching the Monday night game tonight, and all of a sudden they show so and so lighting the Al Davis. Was that? Did you leave me a voicemail the other day about the Badgers? That was you. Yeah. Okay, I didn't get your name on that at first. So it was the Eternal Flame, and I I started laughing because Al Davis sued the NFL back in like the seventy or in the eighties, and it came. He went up against Roselle, and he was trying to get out of Oakland, and there was this whole thing, and, and he. He won the case, but they gave him one dollar, and he and Roselle hated each other. And I just laughed tonight because I figured that was the last big finger that L. Davis did to the NFL. That every time any you know anybody walks in, they get to see that flame, and they all hated him, anyways. Secondly, Bart, I can't agree with you more. I mean, we haven't even seen the office with all of its compliments of everybody. Yeah, we got Aaron Romeo Jones. Dallas, I need Aaron Jones first, here. Or this was the first game or the second game that he had Watson back. He's only had he's only had Jones for one game. And then you look at everything. You else. got Brock Purdy, who <laughs> is coming along in this league well, with yeah, Debo Samuel, also, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, even guys that they don't like really care are Brandon Ayuk might be their best receiver. He might be Baron Debo. And then like Jawan Jennings is Good and loves throwing to three different fucking tight ends. Right, one no one knew was even like on the roster. Um, <laughs> but then Octavian the Wick, you know, like what the but, fuck? But you use Purdy, which is a perfect example because Purdy turns around and he's got guys around who's play, who played some games. Like you, love. I rock in, with Brock. Love by the way, love he's good. In this year, and you looked at his wide receiver core, and he's like, "Well, I remember you and I, the the rest of the seven of the other guys I've never seen before." And then he walks into the tight end room. He's like, well, 
there's the gore over there licking paint off the walls and then everybody else is brand new. And so it's like, I just, let's, let's just see what happens. I totally agree with you that I that uh, Lafleur is way over his head, but I'm, I'm not, these people that you're saying on Twitter is like, oh, he's already had a chance. He shies. Like, just, let's just relax. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. I think, I just think the phrase, that's who he is. That's what's grinding my gears. That's that, that phrase is really, you know what? Week 17, we come out and everybody's healthy after the break and we play and he still looks like that. I'll, I, I'm right with you. I don't know if he's the right guy, but Jesus, give him a break. Uh, Q, I will be able to hear you. So give your, I have to show you guys this fucking mirror. It's amazing. (laughs) So I just had to go get it, but I'll hear you. So start talking. Okay. So I feel like, Going into tonight's game, I felt like the Packers needed to go two and one versus like the Raiders, the Broncos, and then the Vikings. Like we needed to win two of those three games for us to not try and tank because the the rest of the season, like our schedule just gets more and more difficult. So I'm pretty disheartened today that we couldn't beat the Raiders after like a quasi bye week, like we had a, 10 days off between games. How, how could we not fix this offense? First time the floor's ever lost before a bye. And I, I honestly, I wholeheartedly blame Matt LaFleur. Like he had a chance with the hall of fame quarterback injured or not last year. Like, and we all gave him a free pass thinking that Rogers was just, not letting him run his offense after a quarter of the season we've seen the LaFleur offense and it sucks and he just sits there and pouts on the sidelines and I I have no confidence in him as a leader of the team or of this offense um I'm I'm LaFleur is exactly like you know how in high school there's teachers that like you listen to and then there's teachers that like half the class is talking and the teacher doesn't do anything to stop it. You just, they've lost you on day one. He's a, yeah. like, he's worse. Like I've respected substitute teachers more than. It's, it's great. It's crazy. Look at this. Look at this fucking thing. What is it? <laughs> the mirror. Cool. Where'd you get that? Oshkosh antiques. That's pretty cool. It is cool. It's three bucks. Just don't it's break crazy. it. That'll be seven years yeah. bad luck. Here you guys are. Here's my basement. You can see. <laughs> That's the. Uh, that was every. Awesome. That was every kid's dream in the '70s at every county fair in Wisconsin at the at the dart balloon pop. Three bucks to, to get that. Maybe. Mirror. Maybe uh, Jordan Love needs to try the high leg kick on his throws downfield over forty yards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I I messaged it earlier, but. Why does 40 yards with this offense feel like 120 yards? Like when we get across the 50 yard line, it feels like I'm praying that we get another 30 yards so that we, we have a chance at a field goal. Like it, I just have no, I've lost all confidence in this offense. And I, I don't blame Jordan Love. I think it is simply play calling because we've seen it the last couple years with, the LaFour offense just stalling out and 
losing any sense of direction or purpose as, as a team. Like, I, who are we? Like, is, is A.J. Dillon the answer? I, I know Aaron Jones has been out since the first game, but, like, is that all we are? Like, we come out and we run the ball fucking five times in a row. Sorry for swearing, but this is I, – I expected more out of this team today. And, um, the in my opinion, the defense stepped up. The defense had – some really big stops on third down that kept us in this game when it could have easily been like a, a 20 or 30 point blowout if they didn't have those big stops. So end of rant, just disappointed Packer fan. And if we can't beat the Broncos, I hope they just gut the staff. Like, I don't care who they promote, to, but I, I'm just done with this co- coaching staff. They can't beat the Broncos after – Robert Sala told Sean Payton to stay humble. They can't. <laughs> they cannot gut this team middle of this year. You need to. You need to play it out with Jordan Love. You need to see what you have. I'm even against tanking because you you got to stay competitive. You got to see what he can do with this team. You got to see what fight they got because you got to make a decision on Love somewhat soon. I I guess I'm like I'm half of there with you. For me personally, like, I want to see love with not Matt LaFour as an anchor. Like, he just feels like he's he's potentially holding Jordan Love back. So, like, I, and, and I don't know if there's another coach on the well, Right away in the beginning game. of the season, uh, the first the first drive, I was already bitching about LaFleur holding uh, Love back. And people were like, ah, you know. And then uh, then I said LaFleur sucks. And then they came back against the Saints somehow. And then I had to eat fucking crow, which is – the worst phrase in the world outside of we got punched in the mouth. Like there's gotta be, there's gotta be a better way to say you got beat. than we got punched in the fucking mouth. Is Jordan love even good enough? Has he shown enough to, (laughs) to us that he can be let go that like Matt LaFleur can let him cook. I don't think so. I don't think Matt LaFleur is handcuffing him. I think they're handcuffed Uh, together. Yeah. It's kind of like they're, yeah, literally. They're a package deal, and like, like right now we're it. I guess this is the pain that every franchise has felt. Is it the quarterback? Is it the coach? We don't know who's who's worse. We're starting and to now sound, we're. I think. What's that? I think we're starting to sound like Bears fans. <laughs> I, I guess. Bucky says I, love has started five fucking games. Guys, relax. Uh, no, I think I think that I mean just to reiterate what I've been saying, like. Um, I, I think it, unless that is to the comments, that might be to the, to the comments on YouTube, which I've noticed turns into a real shit show. I don't think uh, anyone <laughs> who outrageous on love in either direction. Well, it's just the, like the one thing I tweet about how I wish Rogers went to play those last five games. You know what Bart? You need to tell those people to be a man and call into the show. They fucking should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of calling into the show, I will be on CBS sports radio Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday nights this week. What's the occasion? Well, uh, Zach Gelb is doing afternoons now because DA left to Sirius. Oh. But Sirius took the mornings. What, Craig? I said, but Sirius still plays his commercial bumps. I did hear that, and I heard a commercial he did. (laughs) I was like, wait, I thought he left. Um, and so they're doing fill in rotation the rest of the year, I think. So I'll I'll be on like two, three nights a week. You're on a tryout. You got a tryout, buddy. 
Open roster. Fit, it's spring. Yeah. Pitchers and catchers reporting. This is it. Yeah, this I, is I, I can't break. work. I can't work nights though, guys. Why not? Why? I'm gonna miss. I miss my kid grow up. Then you just homeschool during the day. Got day. No, homeschool. homeschool. Yeah, teach him at home. Homeschool him. <laughs> You'd be farm. a great teacher. I've learned so much from you. Spoken, spoken from people who don't have kids. Dude, Craig, I have a kid, and I was born before 1988. Stop making assumptions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, just homeschool. Like, well, fuck that. And, and Cone's hey, got like 12 kids. I got Cone's a four- got 12 kids. I got a four-year-old. <laughs> you are a four-year-old. <laughs> Cone's building an arc. He's filling it two by two. So Sam says, bring the kid to the show. And Nick says... Bring the kid to the station. Fuck it. There you he go. Ain't like that. He can hang out on the couch frame slept on a couple times. But then, I, then he's got soccer. I'm going to get him in basketball. We The first we, half of the game tonight, when we were at this antique store, we bought some puzzles. We got these Avenger puzzles. They were, they were so fucking hard. And I started bitching to him like, Dude, I don't want to do these anymore. I want to watch this Packer game. He's four. He goes, they're not hard for me. <laughs> he, can home, he can homeschool you. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then, one th- then he goes, where's the fucking piece we need? <laughs> See you guys. Thank you. Who, who's leaving? I think I'm going to jump off too. Uh, did I want to talk to you about anything else? Uh, yeah, fire away. Badgers. We want to do Badger. No, uh, I am going to get mad if the Diamondbacks win. Um, who cares? MLB playoffs are dumb. Yeah, where are you on the playoff discussion, which is raging fire? I think you got to go back to one game wild card and then either, you know, five games, first series, seven. Either way, doesn't no. matter. You can't do three, five, seven. Imagine if they did that in hockey. Or baseball, or NBA, or NBA. Would you would you do five seven seven with the with how many teams get in, or is that too long? I really think you got to go seven. I think you got to go four teams and do seven. Really? Well, I I think I don't think the MLB would go for reduced playoffs though at this point. But it's more games. Seven. Mm, I don't know. Can't put the tube back in the or the two uh, the toothpaste back in the tube. What are you saying, Craig? I'm going to be the old man who shakes his fist and tells you to get the fuck off my lawn. They should just take – it should just be the division winners. If you want to just go back to two, I'm with that. I'd I'd rather do that than what we got now. Because I I don't – like. Because it it used to be a pennant race, Craig. It used to be a pennant race. It's a 162-game season. (laughs) And that was one of the reasons why they played 162 games. And you know what? Really did Milwaukee deserve to be in it? They backed their way into it again this year. And I, I'm here. I watched the fucking I I watched Arizona. I'm, Arizona won 84 games. I watched Arizona do everything they fucking could do that last weekend not to get to this position. So you tell me like, well, now they're getting hot, so it's gonna be great. And I'm gonna have to sit here and watch them like the Braves from a couple years ago. And then we had a better seed than Philly, but we gotta play the red hot snakes and they play the shitty fucking Marlins. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I just so, so uh, you want- the thing that they proposed a couple years ago where the, the higher seeds get to draft who they can play. 
Oh, that's even the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Even dumber. They're asking for. I mean, really, was it that bad? Like, I understand, like, college football back in the day, you know, when some writer was sitting there smoking a cigar, saying, oh, Notre Dame, they got to win, whatever. Who cares? They beat Navy again. Woohoo, national champs. But 162 games, that's what it was for. I saw a lot of teams back in the day be really, really good. I saw a few Brewer teams back in my day that were really pretty good that couldn't quite make it over the hump and didn't get in. 92 huh. team won 92 games. Yeah. Thanks for playing. Hey, the 89 Packers won 10 games. They didn't get in the playoffs. People forget. <laughs> Linda Infante was coach of the year. No, but the 89 team got me fired from my job. <laughs> Why? Because uh, <clears throat> it was the it was, they were playing the Bears, and it was the Mikelski game where he was like four yards over the line of scrimmage, but they didn't see it or whatever. And I was at the grocery store, and we're, me and the guy I was working with were in the back, and we were listening to it, and they scored a touchdown, and we jumped up, and I busted a whole, like I knocked over a whole pallet of beer. And they fired you? Yeah, because I was fucking. We were, they they played it on us, kind of basically just fucking around listening to the game rather than doing our jobs, which we were. But it was a Sunday afternoon. Nobody was at the grocery store, so. This is why, Cohen. This is why when people join your show, you you explore and, and you, <laughs> you talk because we just got this bonkers 89 Packers story out of Craig. Hey, do you want to hear my, you want to hear my uh, 97 Super Bowl story real quick? No, nah, I was good with the one. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay. What? I'm gonna, okay, so I was go, I was going to, all right, Cohen, see ya. I was going to culinary school in San Francisco and this was in 96. So, um, California 96 legalized marijuana use for medicinal use, whatever it was. But anyways, the Packers are in the Super Bowl. They're playing the Patriots. I have a couple of people in my class that were from New England. Go to their house. We're having a Super Bowl party. I'm sitting there. I'm having I'm getting drunk. I'm from Wisconsin. Start throwing back some beers. There's cookies next to me. I start pounding these cookies. And my buddy looks at me. He's like, How many of those have you had? I'm like, I don't know, six, seven. I'm a big guy. You can see that on the TV. And he's like, Yeah, you know, those are made with pot butter. They're like the equivalent of smoking like four joints a piece. I had six cookies. I don't remember. Any, the last thing I remember is uh, the the younger Belushi, not John, but Jim Belushi singing the fucking Blues Brothers song, and that was it. Next thing I know, I was screaming going over the Bay Bridge because I didn't want to have it collapse on me and become a... I just freaked the fuck. It was nuts. That's why I stick to one gummy from Happy Place Hemp and not eat them like fucking cookies. See, I should be the... You should be... I should be the cautionary cautionary tale and then you can be like don't listen to that you did anyways Bart good talking with you I'm gonna I'm gonna get off now see you Craig all right uh I gotta dig through some of these YouTube comments you guys are you guys are on one I think uh yeah um Aaron Jones let me just refresh everything Aaron Jones magically doesn't play this is getting annoying um Matt Lafleur, I just, I'm. This is a take I'm committed to. I don't think he's a good coach. We're not going to win a Super Bowl with him. I have determined that after four and a half years. Could I be wrong? Fine, sure. But I feel like I've got enough of a sample size to say that. Some of you that are talking about Jordan Love in a certain way, I don't feel like you have enough of a sample size to say that. And maybe even one year is not enough. But. What I, what you would like is you would like 
to see go into this bye week and have a better Jordan Love game. You know, figure out what you think his strengths are. Play to that. Don't, 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 don't. I don't know. Like last week, we wanted to run the football. And then this week, we ran the football. But we want to run the football with Aaron Jones is what is what we want. I don't think we want a lot of this. Very interesting game. Very interesting week. Sucks that they got a loss. Did not need to. Again, in a micro setting, they could have won this game. That that horse collar thing. If this Packers team was good, if this Packers team was good, um, that would be the focal point. Because we'd say it cost us a win. We were on the way to the Super Bowl. That would be the focal point when they ripped down Watson. But they're not that good. And so we're trying to figure out, is, is Jordan Love the coach? Or is Jordan Love the quarterback? But I think as much as we're trying to figure that out, I think we also need to have that evaluation process on Matt LaFleur. I don't think he's the right guy. So now you blame coaching, but last year you blamed Rodgers. Uh, yeah. I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go back and nitpick everything that you guys don't like about Jordan Love after five games. I'll do that after 17 games. I think Cone was right. It's okay to say, like, it, tonight he was not that good. Tonight he made mistakes. I told you what I thought the mistakes were. I think he gets a little too confident in the route before looking like, like who's around. Maybe he learned that from Rodgers, you know, to trust the guys, whatever. I don't know. But it is a part of his game he can improve. Uh, accuracy stuff. Yeah, I would, you know, it would be nice if one of those balls was caught. Besides the one that was caught. Chris says Lafleur is not the guy. We know this. Rodgers made this guy look great. I like this comment from Bucky. Uh, this is the kind of year where unsuspecting teams will have their best games against us. Yeah. Yeah, so watch out for the fucking Denver Broncos. Oh, shit. I just like... So some people were asking if this is a must win. And when people ask that, people freak out too much. The Bronco game's a must win. It's a You cannot lose. to You can't fucking lose the Denver, dude. You cannot. All right, we will continue to wrap up the Brewers this week. Uh, thanks to Brett and Tosa. I thought he was great today. Um, Paul and Grant on an episode this week. So the standard fare here on the Bart Winkler Show. Thanks for being with us tonight, whether it was streaming on Facebook, if you found me on Twitter uh, or here on YouTube. Uh, like anybody would ask, like, subscribe, you know, retweet. Whatever you can do. Uh, no shakeaways tonight. Yeah, no shakeaways. Uh, I think Tim is asleep. And that's fine. We'll we'll get some I'll catch up with Tim this week. We'll get some shakeaways. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for spending the night with us. And uh, I got a 6:35 a.m. curtain call, wake-up call for WISN Channel 12 News. Maybe I'll use this background. We'll see. All right, peace. <laughs>